Well, Psalm 63.1 tells us, you, God, are my God. Earnestly, I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. Jeremiah 29.13 continues in this way. You seek me and find me when you seek me with all of your heart. Well, hello, everyone. That is why we are here tonight. Welcome to Young Adults. Um, if you're here going, tonight looks different, it's on purpose. Um, we'd encourage you to come in, just find a space. I love everyone up front that was just eager to be, be front row. We don't see that on other Thursdays, but we put some rugs out. There's some chairs in the back. But really, we've designed tonight to give you freedom to seek the presence of God. And what I know to be true is that seeking the presence of God is vital to the health and wellness of his people, which is us. And tonight we get to conclude our Art of Living series with a practice, a practical practice in the art of worship. And once again, we're making space to respond to God. See, we're all made to be in his presence. And in response, we wanna give him adoration. And that's what we're made to do. We're made to worship our God. That is why we're here tonight. But we also know that through this, there's an invitation to more in the presence of God that there's healing, there's freedom, there's wholeness that comes, that's emotional, that's mental, that's physical. So when we seek the face of God, and as we invite you to seek the face of God tonight, um, we just also want to invite you to let him remove anything that's between you and him, anything that would distract you, anything that's binding you that's taking you away from a place where you can give him your full adoration. Because here's the good news, right? By the blood of Jesus, we're invited into this healing, into this wholeness that he offers us. And often we miss that aspect of worship. We wanna go straight into declaring these things to God without preparing our hearts. So before we present ourselves to God in that way, just wanna give you an invitation. Because tonight really is about worship, but it's also about prayer. Um, Right behind you, we have a team of people that are by the long table with all the water bottles on it. They have white lanterns on. We also have a team of people behind the tech booth, and they're here to pray with you. And the invitation is this. Before you get into a time of God, if you feel like there's something between you and the Lord um, that you want to seek confession and repentance for, healing for, if you need something that just is wearing on you, that you know is just going to keep you from a place of um, being able to give your full attention and your full heart to God, we'd invite you to go receive prayer. Or if you're with someone that is trustworthy and you want to ask them to pray of you, please do that. But we want to posture our hearts tonight before the Lord because he's worthy of our whole mind and our whole hearts. And we'll get, once again, we're made to worship him. So let's give him the glory he deserves, yeah? Yeah, all right. Let's join us in a time of worship. Amen. Thank you, Sarah. Well, if you are comfortable in the space that you are at right now, good. You're going to need some room because there's going to be some dancing. There's going to be some celebrating, but there's also going to be seeking out God. And so I invite you already, if you don't feel comfortable yet, make your way to the front. Make your way to the front. Oftentimes, God puts us in uncomfortable situations so that we can experience him fully. So I invite you to lean in right now. If you've seen the goodness of God work in your life, if you've seen God active in your life, move to the front. 
lean in tonight. Give God everything that you have because he deserves it. And because that is who we are and who we were made to be. For the Lord is good. I was made to worship. Hey, I will make a joyful noise, just like God above enjoys. I don't really have a choice. I was made to worship. Sing it out, sing it out. Hey, I will make a joyful noise, just like God above enjoys. I don't really have a choice. I was made to 
Scripture paints for us of this being, Jesus, who reigns higher than any other, whose throne is above every other. And there's a marriage that he is about to enter into. Scripture gives us this picture. Now, when someone is really, really important is getting married, everyone kind of pays attention to that. You see it in like royal families. It's like who married, whatever it is. A lot of us grew up thinking, oh, I want to be a prince or a princess, whatever it is. Disney, yeah. Jesus is that being. And his kingdom is us. And so we get to celebrate that wedding. We get to support the bridegroom that is Jesus. And the beautiful thing is we actually get to picture ourselves, the church of Jesus, as the bride. There's a lot of prepping that goes into this. The prepping for this wedding. This song is about that. What an honor to be invited to the marriage of the Lamb, to come and worship Him with celebration. It's the joining of the bride and the Son, the two becoming one. All the prophecies fulfilled in a moment so we see this is what we sound like come on like the
scriptures there are actually seven words for praise and in English we translate them all to mean praise this kind of umbrella term but we want to talk about two of them tonight and one of the ones that we want to talk about is called yada can you all say that with me yada yeah it's spelled y-a-d-a-h and it means literally to lift your hands in praise uh, to lift your hands to the Lord. And so I think it's important sometimes to think about where these things are in the Bible that we do, where they come from. And so the first time we see it is in Genesis. It's in Genesis 29 when Leah gives birth and she literally lifts her hands and prays to the Lord. She's so overwhelmed by the Lord's affection for her that she praises by raising her hands. We also see it in Psalm 89, 10, and it says, and the heavens shall praise because of your wonders, O Lord, or the heavens shall lift up their hands in response 
to the Lord. We also see it in Psalm 57, 9. I will praise you. I will lift my hands up to you, O Lord, among the people, and I will sing to you among the nations. Lifting our hands is a powerful expression of worship. We do it. We join in with generations of people who have praised God. When we are able to express ourselves in this way, I think about like you go to a concert or a sports game and you go, and we're saying, yes, Lord, we love you. We offer you our greatest praise, our greatest affection. So I want to invite you to practice your worship in this way tonight. We're going to sing a song called Jesus, We Love You. I think it's a song we've done here a lot, and we know, and Ben's going to lead us. And as we sing this chorus, I just want to invite you. I want to invite you actually right now to just raise your hands. We're going to say, Jesus, we love you. We love you so much. We want to praise you, and we want to express our praise. We want to express our praise physically, and we want to sing to you, Lord. Sing it out, sing it again. Jesus, we love you. Yes, we do. Oh, how we love you. You are the one our hearts adore. One last time, sing Jesus. Jesus, we
continue to bless the Lord in your heart right now. Set your focus on him, your attention, your adoration. Do not let your eyes waver from him. He is all that is good. He is all that is holy. He is all that is praiseworthy and true. If anything deserves your time, your mental, emotional capacity, it's Jesus. Set your eyes on him. Be filled with the spirit of God as you do so. Father, would you help me step into that today? If anyone in this room needs prayer, there's a huge reminder. We have the prayer team back here at the counter. If you just are like, I don't know where to find this counter, literally go behind the tech booth. There are people back there who can pray with you, removed and away. If you need that, we ask you to do that tonight. It's a worship night. Prayer is a form of worship. As we continue to move forward in our worship, though, we're going to grow in our capacity to praise even more. I have to read a lot of what I write because I can't remember it. So we're going to look at another Hebrew term. It's our second of seven that our Bible, our English Bible, just translates these seven words into one single English word, and that is praise. But every one of these seven words embodies something different, as Christy mentioned. This word is called tehillah. Kind of a cool word. Apparently, people are naming their kids that now, as I was looking on Google. So this word for praise is found 57 different times in the Old Testament alone. It is also in the New Testament. My understanding is both Paul and Peter referenced this word, knowing that the people they were talking to would know where this comes from. That happened in the New Testament. This word is always translated to praise. But when we find this word in the Bible, Tehillah, it means singing. 
So at least 57 times in the Bible when you see this word, or when you see the word praise, when 57 times it means singing specifically, many of the other times can mean speaking or singing. That's important for this. So when the Bible, the Old Testament specifically uses, it word, uses this word, it means praising God by singing to him. Specifically, hymns of adoration and most especially new songs from our hearts. In Psalm 34.1, David said that Tehillah would continually be on his mouth. In Psalm 43, David said that when Tehillah praises sung, many would hear it and they would put their trust in the Lord. What this means is, te is that Tehillah, the act of Tehillah worship, can be used as an evangelical tool. It can actually lead people to Jesus. David saw it happen. Happen. I believe within Tehillah, the Spirit of God desires to pour into your spirit in a more dynamic way. The words are your own. Your words are deeply personal and intimate in Tehillah worship, expressing thanksgiving for what he has done for you specifically and personally. Remember, David said in Psalm 34, 1, that Tehillah would continually be on his lips. He wouldn't stop this personal worship. This personal making up new songs on the spot because of what God had done in his life that day. A lot of us, we go to prayer. We go, God, thank you for letting me get that job. In the Old Testament, you see people actually singing, God, thank you for giving me that job, or thank you for making me get, helping me get pregnant, whatever it is. Some of the most recognized verses that use this term are Psalm 43, he has put a new song in my mouth, Tehillah to the Lord, and then Psalm 22, 3, get this one, the Lord is holy, enthroned on the Tehillah of his people, Many of you have heard this verse. The Lord is holy enthroned on the praises of his people or enthroned on the praises of Israel, some translations say. Some translations actually go into this word and it's inhabit. So the Lord is holy and he inhabits the Tehillah of his people. spontaneity, singing to Jesus a new song because of what he has done in your life as a form of testimony, as a form of thanksgiving, exaltation. That's the type of praise that God inhabits. So much so, get this, Te'ilah is the type of worship that he becomes. Deuteronomy 10.21 actually claims that he is this term for praise. It reads, he is your Tehillah and he is your God, who has done for you these great and fearsome things which your eyes have seen. I believe God is Tehillah because God doesn't just bring peace, he is peace. He doesn't just send healing, he is healing. He is the miracles that you sing about, the breakthrough that you've been a witness to, the love, the peace, the healing you have received. This is the contents of this type of praise. 
It's singing as a response to the movements of God in your life, how you have seen him. We're going to try to put this into practice in a minute. So drop your nerves now. I have a helpful quote for us as we actually step into that practice. This woman, her name is Alicia Purdy, and she's the author of this book on worship that I've read before called The Way of the Worshiper. And it says this about Tehillah worship. She says, when you begin to praise the Lord with a spontaneous, spirit-led song of the Lord, you create an atmosphere for the power and presence of God to move in a new way. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to sound amazing. Your words don't need to rhyme. You just open up your spirit and you sing Tehillah praise to the Lord from the deepest places within you. You'll notice that I sing a lot of Tehillah praise to God, even on stage. It's my favorite. I can sing lyrics that people before me have always written. And I believe that the Lord inhabits that, but I don't know it for sure. But I do know for sure that he inhabits a Tehillah to him. Josh is going to play something for us. It's just like a single chord. And we're going to make sound to God. Vocalization, it's not just speaking. It can be your testimony, what you saw God do today. It's the outpouring of your spirit in tune with Jesus on the throne in heaven. I will start us, but I ask you that you would participate and you would not remain silent knowing that he inhabits this moment, knowing that he inhabits what you pour out and what you offer him. Some of you in this room have a heavenly language. This counts as Tehillah as well. You have freedom to do that.
darkest day in history. There on a cross they laid for sinners. For every curse is blood between. One final breath they bid was finished. But not 
We're going to do one last song. If you didn't feel the Holy Spirit in the room just now, I don't know what room you're standing in, but God is present in this room right now. If you've experienced breakthrough tonight, if you've experienced healing tonight, if you've experienced freedom of any kind, I'm going to need you to testify to let somebody know God made me a new person tonight. God picked me up. God turned me around and he set me off on a new path. So I need you to celebrate if God's done something for you tonight. I need you to dance if God has moved you tonight. If you're standing still, it's probably because God has done something so strong that he's broken you. And that's all right. Because sometimes you need to be broken to experience breakthrough. Sometimes you need to be tested to have a testimony. Sometimes you need to experience a trial for you to have a triumph. So tonight, can you celebrate what God did in your life? Can you tell someone, God did something for me?
Marcus back there on the drums is feeling an extra portion of the spirit right now. <laughs> uh, hey, thank you guys so much for coming tonight. We really hope that you encountered God uh, and that you know that like the presence of God doesn't just exist in this room on this date. Uh, you have access to the Holy Spirit everywhere you go, every single day. Go and encounter God this week. <laughs> Uh, Alyssa, did you, I don't know, how'd you feel about tonight? I thought that was amazing. What did you guys think? I mean, uh, yeah, I love it. Can we give it up for our worship team one more time? 
Yeah. And can we give it up for Jesus? Yeah. yeah. There you go. Man. So, hey, um, if this is your first time, uh, my name is AJ. Uh, and this is Alyssa. I'm Alyssa. 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 Hi. Um, we're your hosts tonight. We just want to say thanks for coming to YA at Calvary Community Church. This is not our normal setup. So next Thursday, 7 o'clock, it's our like, normal service, just like normal. Come. We want to see you guys again, and we want to get to know you. We want to spend more time with you and continue the fellowship and continue the amazing times and stuff. Uh, so we hope you guys have an amazing night. Um, and yeah, and go in peace to love and serve the Lord. Thank you.